Welcome to Feed Me and Tell Me I'm Pretty, the podcast by two everyday women sharing their health and fitness journey, observations, frustrations, and curated content. Warning number one, there will be cursing and material not meant for children. I mean, it's barely meant for adults. Warning number two, we are not doctors or nutritionists or personal trainers or scientists or gurus. We're just regular folks like you. Always check with your physician before starting any new eating plan or exercise routine or spiritual journey. Let the awkwardness begin. Hi, I'm Hillary. And hi, I'm AJ. And today we are talking about how you are getting very sleepy. Yes, or that's not. right. It's this or not. Actually, how you're not getting very sleepy, but why you should be why you should be getting sleep. So we are talking about uh, the importance of sleep, why you should sleep uh, if it's not abundantly clear to you, and maybe, just maybe, some tips and techniques to help you get a little bit more shut-eye. That's right. Mm Because sleep is very important. It is. It is. Why is it so important, AJ? That's why people are always talking about it. They're writing books about it. They're doing podcasts about it. And in the words of the immortal Samuel L, just go the bleep to sleep. Well, okay. He Come on, you got to say that. You got to do the full thing. Come on. I, you can't bleep that one. <laughs> I was going to go for a whole episode where we didn't curse. I thought sleep is such a calm, relaxing topic that we would not drop any. Oh, you know fuck it. Go <laughs> the fuck to sleep. And that's an action Thank book. You. It's recorded by Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. Mm-hmm. We'll put the link to that one. We'll put the link to the YouTube video in uh, the show notes, or I'll add it to the blog. So uh, sleep, if you don't get enough sleep, your health can be affected. You uh, have decreased mental clarity. You do not have enough energy. Of course, we have numerous um, episodes of people who are driving sleep deprived and they have accidents. So uh, Mm -hmm. sleep deprivation can be a killer. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the things that I learned uh, recently, <laughs> uh, was that lack of sleep or sleep deprivation can affect weight loss. And that mm-hmm. made me so angry. It also clicked a few. <laughs> it's like, why? Why is everything trying to make me stay fat? Um, <laughs> the whole world, the universe. Why is the world? Donuts and a lack of sleep are just keeping me where I am. I don't understand. Why? But uh, because I was going through a, a, a point when I was trying to get by on less sleep because I'd heard mm. it from a one of my gurus said that um, you can convince yourself you can use le- that you need less sleep and so that you can get more done in the day. That was bullshit. Uh, <laughs> Hardcore. What a terrible guru. I know. Ooh, he sucks. I, I, yeah. So uh, I'm not listening to his advice on health and, and sleep anymore, but the other stuff is really good. But anyway, <laughs> most this, is a, this is a choose your own adventure guru. <laughs> exactly. Aren't they all? And that's our lesson for you guys. You should... <laughs> Always do your own research and always uh, make sure you're hacking yourself. But anyway, uh, so uh, the weight loss stuff, uh, what happens is your body is less, has less of your, I have forgotten. So I'm going to. So anyway, what you're saying though, is that there's issues when it comes to, if you're trying to lose, either you're trying to lose weight, not getting enough sleep can affect that. And also it can make you gain weight if you don't get enough sleep for reasons that we have links to in other places. So we won't go down too deep of a path. 
How about that? You don't have to. That's right. (laughs) And it decreases your ability to resist um, temptation, which I found that to be true myself. When I did not get enough Very sleep, so. I would eat all the foods that were offered to me. I didn't even care. Does that donut have razor blades in it? Oh, I can eat around <laughs> that. Just, just give it, give it to me. Um, <laughs> I've always tried. Wanted to try that. It's the new, the new flavor, the razor blade. That's all. Yeah, just thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and the <laughs> other things that uh, <laughs> lack of sleep. I hate myself can help already it. on this episode. <laughs> I don't Lack know of sleep can I'm apparently so bad. I, I do Lack wake sleep. up at two in the morning. And I was like, oh, that I'm might be. Awake. I think I'll go back to sleep. And I did. But once you wake mm-hmm. up, that breaks your sleep cycle and it interferes with the quality it of is. your sleep. And the quality of your sleep is important as well. As well. That's true. Because yes, yeah. because there's, it can weaken your immune system. Which is kind of scary in a during a pandemic. Nobody wants a weakened immune system. Um, it, it gives you a higher risk for diabetes. Also, not awesome. So you can gain weight, then you could also get diabetes. Yay! Uh, risk of heart disease affects your balance. Uh, low sex drive. It messes with everything, and it's so hard to get a good night's sleep. At least yes. I think when you maybe when you get to a certain age. Because I tell you what, in my twenties. I had zero problems sleeping. And then in my 30s, it started to get a little sketchy. And now by the time that I've hit 40, it's sort of like, eh, maybe, you know, you might get to sleep. You might stay asleep. Who knows? It's a crapshoot. So that happens. Have you always been a bad sleeper? Have you always had sleep issues? Well, see, this is where I was also going to come clean. I don't have bad sleep issues. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Doing here? Who are you? Who are you? Episode for you, Hillary. (laughs) I when you when you told me we're going to do this episode about two middle aged women who have insomnia, I was like, I was taking notes, and I'm like, well, who's the other woman? I know you have problems sleeping. I sleep fine. (laughs) However, I there are (laughs) nights when I don't sleep as well. I can try. That's that's what I meant. I don't like for the majority of the time. Yes, my sleep is, it's okay, it's fine. Okay. But usually one or two nights a week, I will wake up at two in the morning and just be awake. So that is that is something that did not happen to me in my youth. I used to ah, I go to bed and I slept completely through the night and nothing woke me up. There was actually a time that um, there were gunshots outside my window and I slept through them. And only because my mother told me about it later did I know that it was a thing that happened. Oh, that's I've awesome. Through- yeah. yeah. See, that's so that's, sleep. yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. So, and that's how I sleep most of the time. My husband actually <laughs> is resentful because <laughs> I have these two crazy dogs and in the nights coyotes will come or deer will come and they bark and things like that. And in the morning he'll say, did you all that ruckus last night? What ruckus are you talking about? I, I don't know what you're, he said, you slept through all of that. I'm like, so then I tried to like maybe all right I'll I'll go to sleep after him so maybe I'll be in that phase where I can wait because I felt guilty because he does uh, have problems with sleep a lot more than I do Mm -hmm. and um but nope if once I go to sleep usually I can sleep through just about anything oh nice you lucky lucky bitch (laughs) I mean that's so great that's so great well I tell you what, let's talk about what the things that we do that do seem to have a positive impact and maybe perhaps why you are such a superstar sleeper. Yeah. 
let's do that. So what's your favorite? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say there are times when I can't sleep and I can always attribute those to something that's going on in my life, like stress, or um, I'm having, I'm working on pretty big projects, or I am on purpose trying to stay up late to get more work done, which really doesn't work because their quality uh, of your work is shit. The quality of the work goes down. More mistakes are made in the wee hours of the night. Um, But those are the times when I don't sleep, when I'm worried about family or work or projects. And then I need a little bit of help with the sleep. And uh, so that's fair. I think that's true of a lot of people. I, you know, anything big life changes. I'm sure this whole entire 2020 year, there's been a lot of people who have woken up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat because dumpster fire. Exactly. Actually, I did read that um, more problems with sleep are happening because of mm-hmm. the pandemic and all of the stress and worry. Thanks so, 2020. So, what are some of you? What's your favorite tip that you like that helps you the most, either to get back to sleep or? sleep through the night. My favorite is to drop it low. That's the temperature in your room where you are sleeping. Uh, set the, the uh, thermostat to between 65 and probably um, some people can go as high as 70. I like that range of, um, I like 60 to 67. And uh, I have, I have a quick, quick aside that as I was reading this, it reminded me, do you, the time that we went to do the snowshoeing in Frisco and we both agreed that we liked it cold in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason in our brains, that meant we were going to shift the thermostat to 50 degrees. And we woke up to penguins like marching through the room, asking us to turn up the heat. <laughs> <laughs> that might've been a little low. That might've been. A I think that was a little low. The air conditioner in the middle of February kicked on. <laughs> it was a little low. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe a more reasonable range, like <laughs> that yeah. 60 to 67 uh, might be the thing. Um, and then um, always, if you sleep with a, you know, if you have a, another person that you share your room with or your bed with, um, maybe buy them a blanket. <laughs> maybe one that plugs in. <laughs> These are some tips, pro tip, so that they do not murder you in your frigid sleep cave. <laughs> Get them some. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's, it's a catch twenty two because part of the reason you need to keep it colder is, in my instance, the person that I'm sleeping next to is a warm furry mammoth, <laughs> and so I have to lower that temperature down because he's radiating heat. So yeah, it's tough. It's a tough balance. It's all about balance. It is, but that is my but favorite one. I agree. I That's a good sleep one. When it's when it's hot or. No. Yeah. When it's in the, the summertime, that it's I miserable. could just be walking around. Yeah. I can't sleep very well. Nope. Agreed. Um, I would say my favorite one that I've discovered in the last year or so is the weighted blanket, which I still think sounds super weird, um, where you throw an extra 10, 15, 20 ish pounds on top of you in the middle of the night. Uh, but there is some research about why that works and how it keeps you still and sort of the feeling of security and comfort. And um, yeah, that's actually one of the things that's made the biggest difference in the quality of sleep that I get. Really? That yeah. is so interesting to me. I find these yeah. weighted blankets interesting. I might have to invest in one of those. Maybe Santa it's really nice. one. Maybe. Maybe the uh, solstice fairy for your solstice day will bring you one. <laughs> well, my, the the next one that I had on my, on my list, which has worked for me, 
uh, is bullet points before bed. Uh, and that is if I make a list of all the stuff that is running loops in my head, uh, mm-hmm. all the things that I'm worried about, like setting up for a presentation, or if I have um, a report that I've been writing and I, I know I, I left out a key thing. And in my, if I try to go to sleep without doing this, what my brain does is over and over again, it says, don't forget to do this. When you wake up, you have to do this. You have to send this email in the morning. Also, you have to put this additional uh, sentence in that presentation or that thing before you, you have to do this. You have to do this. And then I even wake up and go, okay, I got it, self. <laughs> I got it. I know. Calm down. Shut up. You I'm, OCD right. brain. Now I'm going to go back to sleep. Thank you. And then I go back to sleep and it's like, okay, did we talk about the bullet points? Did we talk about how you need to do the presentation and send the email? Because if you don't send it. So what I do <laughs> Um, And studies have shown that if what you do is you make a list of all of the things that are stressing you out or worrying you, a to-do list for the next day, um, Mm. and that that will allow you to sleep. Your brain kind of (laughs) gets, actually decides, okay, you got it. You have a list. I can stop giving you a list. (laughs) So then I I will, I'll take myself off loop and uh, you seem to have this covered. Good job. Exactly. Mm. So that's one of my favorites. Nice. That is a good one. I could see how that would be very useful. Yeah. I could see even if you are having, like you're talking about, if you're worried about family or whatever, just getting all of your worries out. Like, here's a list of all the things that I'm worried about. And then maybe your brain doesn't have to obsess over it for you. Trying to be helpful, I guess. I don't know what they think the brain thinks it's doing, but yeah. Yeah. I could see a little journaling before bed being helpful. Well, it is like that that survival brain, the uh the uh Yep, the monkey brain. The monkey the, brain. What, no, what is that called? The lizard brain. Lizard, lizard brain. brain. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's all it is. It's just your sur- yep. Just survive. your survival. All you gotta do is survive. Just survive. Just survive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I ain't gonna die <laughs> unless I put unless I try to carve you out because you're driving me crazy. <laughs> Um, so my other tip that I know will affect my sleep is, uh, what I call slow your roll, which is exercise in and of itself is actually great for sleep. It really improves the quality of your sleep. Um, it can, it has a myriad of health benefits, um, which we've talked about a lot and probably will continue to talk about in the future. But if you get your heart rate up too close to the time for me, at least, if I get my heart rate up too close before I go to bed, then I will usually wake up in the middle of the night or I will just have really shitty sleep all night long. So I usually find I have to stop. I can't exercise or do anything within two hours before I go to bed. So no, like no, no lifting weights. Um, even one time, I think I walked the dog at like nine 30 at night and then that proved to be too much. So, um, yeah. So at least a couple hours before bed, just Ixnay on the activity A. I think that topic Latin works. <laughs> you learn so much on this po- this podcast. So educational we are. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> so what about stretching our yoga before bed? There are. There's a, so you, I, you know, never anything consistently, you know, like twice and then decide it doesn't work and then quit. So, <laughs> but yeah, you can do, they have, yoga has in particular moon salutations, which are supposed oh, to be yeah. like soothing stretches, you know, before bed. So, but yeah, stretching is, stretching is always good. Good stuff. So, good stuff. Well, the other one that I have uh, is sleep supplement stacks. And I, um, I say stacks because it takes 
because sleep, you sleep in different phases and sometimes each of these supplements affect a different phase of sleep. Hmm. So one might put you out, but if you have trouble staying asleep, that's not um, optimal because you'll still, you'll go out, but you'll still wake up. So I like to look for a stack that will help with putting you to sleep, having a good quality of sleep, staying asleep. And then um, I think that's the last part. Um, Sure. It just helps with all your cycles because you go, usually you go from when you fall asleep, you kind of drop into deep and then you pop back up into light. And then eventually you get kind of into REM sleep and then you throughout the night you're into light and you might drop back down to deep before you wake up in the morning. So. Exactly. So I take a little bit of, I try to stay towards the natural stuff, but um, again, um, your mileage may vary, but I like uh, a little passion flower and lemon balm. And I have been taking some L-theanine and some 5-HTP. That's a good stack. Are you saying English or are you just making up words? Right now? <laughs> just, yeah. And I take a little some gabba. hippy dippy. Gabba gabba goo goo. <laughs> some instance. hippy dippy bullshit right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff if you look it up. Okay, moonflower, whatever you say. <laughs> and valerian. Um, uh, I want to mention if anybody has ever tried valerian, that stuff stinks to high heaven. When you Does open it? that bottle, it smells like there's a dead creature in there. It's like, oh, I got a bad I bottle. No it's a bad batch. <laughs> Oh no, this one's bad too. Oh no, this one's bad too. Yeah, because it is it valerian stuff. root or whatever. Are you supposed to like chew it or do you? No, ingest it's in it a or? tablet. It doesn't matter. That stuff is so potent. The smell is so potent that it goes through the the gel, the tablet oh. they put around it, the coating. But that stuff is really good for all of the phases of sleep. Um, I remember I just hearing can't about that. No actually from Fight Club, which we were talking about before we started the show, when the main character has insomnia, the emergency room doctor recommends that he chew valerian root. So oh, yeah. yeah. Everything it, comes back to Fight Club. <clears throat> it all, always does. <laughs> always does, as it should. <laughs> and I am, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it does come in lots of uh, ways to take it. Uh, one thing I was going to say, um, I do take a little melatonin but I have heard that um, because melatonin is something that your body actually makes or is supposed to make, but if you supplement with melatonin too much or for too long, your body stops to make it, uh, stops making it and doesn't make it in the right quantities. So uh, that's why I try to lean back towards the natural stuff mm-hmm. is a good one. And a lot of the sleep supplements that are out there, even my favorite, which is a sleep gummy. I like the sleep gummy because it tastes like candy. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad that everybody just collectively decided that gummies were the best part of childhood. And then they just decided that adults (laughs) should have gummies. It's so weird. Because swallowing pills as an adult just sucks ass. (laughs) So I'm just more power to the pharmaceutical companies for putting our vitamins in candy. (laughs) What was I thinking when I thought we could do a whole episode with (laughs) no expletives? That's just. I have no idea. It's It's like I was thinking of two different people. Completely. I often wonder if you actually do know us. But. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's your next tip for getting a good night's sleep? Uh, my next tip is the one that makes me the saddest, but it's probably one of the most important is to put down the booze. So a lot of people think that drinking at night um, will help them fall asleep, <clears throat> which it might. It might make you feel tired. 
Um, but it will actually really mess with the quality of your sleep, especially your REM cycle, um, which is really important for sleep for like your brain and for processing memories and all that sort of stuff. So, um, I don't have a good hard and fast rule. I just know that probably any more than about one or two drinks, especially anytime close to bedtime and yeah, my sleep at night, my deep sleep, it's just, it's garbage. And it makes me so sad because when when else am I going to drink? I have to start drinking during the day just to <laughs> day I mean, drinking. That has its that it's has thing. its own set of issues and social stigmas. <laughs> People so, are so judgy yeah, when you I, show up to work all boosted up and slurring. Exactly, I get on a Zoom call having a martini, and suddenly people are talking about performance reviews <laughs> and stuff like that. It's what is with people. Uh, I know. Have they not seen Mad Men? Can we not go back to some of the good things in the olden days? Uh, <sighs> I throw a flag on no, going not. back in time. <laughs> I'm always going to throw a flag on going back in time. That's, that's, I would say keep, keep the good parts. Maybe the blatant racism and misogyny. Maybe that can oh, stay okay. back All there. Right. But I'll, you know, I'll take the yeah. martini lunch. You got to pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) All right, what do you got? I got Mm -hmm. CBD, cannabidiol, which is, uh, comes from the hemp plant. Yeah. (laughs) It is actually very good for sleep. I have tried it and um, it actually helps another thing that would keep me awake because I typically run pretty hot, always have since I was a kid. Um. I, for some reason, in the middle of the night, right around 2 a.m., I burst into flames like a phoenix. (laughs) I have that issue, too. No idea what that's about. Haven't found anything, like, research-wise, like, just other than people, like, saying that they do it. But no research that says why that happens. And people think, well, you're of a certain age. Fuck you. I've been doing this since I was 12 years old. Or, like... Could yes. had knew what was happening. I, my my eyes open like a vampire's if someone has tried to raise a, a, a light shade or something in the night, and I'm just like on fire. Like it does. It's just the weirdest thing. It's like I I, I do develop a fever in the night. Fever. Yes, I have fever. Uh, no, <laughs> Sorry, kind of but anyway, CBD. <laughs> Uh, not only does it help you sleep better, it helps with inflammation. It helps with all kinds of things. I think we're going to do a, a CBD episode uh, in the near future here. Yeah. But uh, CBD helps with your sleep. But it has helped me not to burst into flames. So my temperature stays Ooh. pretty solid. So those those of you who do do the Phoenix um, impression in the middle of the night, or if you um, have, uh, or if you're of a certain age, CBD could help you with your night sweats. I always hated that term. I tried not to say it. Oh, that sounds so It does. Gross. It sounds horrid. And I'm not, well, I guess I don't get, I don't sweat. I just all of a sudden, so most people, <clears throat> when you go to sleep at night, your body temperature drops. Right. Mine does not. My body temperature rises. So there's been times like when my husband used to work a night job and he would come home after midnight or whatever, go to get into bed. <laughs> and it was like the bed was on fire. He'd be like, Jesus what the hell? <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Like just radiating. Yes. Like I am a little furnace just over there burning up. <laughs> so again, hey, scientists, get on that, figure out what the fuck that's about. Cause it's weird. It's horrid. In the meantime, try CBD. Yes. <laughs> yes. Long story longer, try CBD. Uh, and I also think as an uh, aside to that, that CBD for me kind of takes the edge off of 
I don't know if it's anxiety oh, yeah. or just like general discomfort. So that can kind of help you, I think, mellow out at night too. So that's yeah. true. Try it. It helps it, with stress. Yeah, I just, just mm-hmm. give it a whirl. All those yeah, things. It helps with stress and just a lot of things. Yeah. So um, my other thing that I do find, and again, I'm kind of uh, hit or miss on this is tell yourself a bedtime story, which is to say, uh, read before you go to bed. Um, there's a study that showed six minutes of reading reduced stress by 68%, which is crazy high. I think, um, just make sure that when you are reading, if you're, if you're reading a physical book, that's cool. But if you have a tablet, uh, make sure that you have a blue light blocker on there because blue light is something that can affect sleep. Uh, we talked a little bit about that. We haven't ever really done experiments with blue light, but most of the research says blue light will, it'll mess with your sleep. Yeah, sleep, uh, lights in general at night, just as an aside, uh, one of the tips is always if you're, when you make your sleep cave, your bedroom's supposed to be like sleep cave, temperature low, mm-hmm. um, blackout dark, no lights, yep. and that includes um, no phone lights. Um, and I hate, the alarm clocks always have these bright, giant, bright. I had one once. Mm-hmm. It was like a neon sign in the city. It was so bright. It's like, why does it have to be this bright? And even the ones they make now that have a dimmer switch on them. It's like, I could still read by my alarm clock. I can fully read a sentence in a book, a full page by my alarm clock. I don't have to turn on an overhead light. I just hold my my book up to to my alarm clock. (laughs) I can read just fine. Um, So they do sell, um, if any of you have trouble with uh, getting things darker, they have films that you can buy on Amazon that you could put over the face of your alarm clock if you know you don't want to get rid of it or there's no point because they make them all bright enough to read by for some reason. Uh, but you can get a, a blue film or something also, to put I've over in, them. I've invested in um, a sleep mask because my husband is also an insomniac. He wakes up at like two o'clock every night and then he he always reads on his tablet and I can't handle that oh, light. Yeah. So I just got a sleep mask and actually that um, freaks him out, which is an added bonus, but um, <laughs> Do you have, it really works. Have really the well one with eyelashes on it. Those, the, <laughs> those are, or the googly eyes, those crack me up. <laughs> I might, I might actually, now that you say that, I might glue some googly eyes on there and just turn to him real quick in the middle oh, of the night. Geez. Freak your shit out. <laughs> Poor hubbo. <laughs> what they go through. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Marry that one special person you want to annoy for the rest of your that's life. That's right. That's <clears throat> what it's all about. I'm actually going to get uh, some more curtains in the room because I have noticed that we have yard lights that are, I don't know why our, our lights are on this weird schedule, but um, it is kind of light on his side of the bed and <laughs> doesn't bother me, but I thought maybe to help him, I get some curtains that make it oh, darker. Oh, you're such a giver. What a good wife. <laughs> <laughs> deposit in the marriage bank <laughs> do you hear that do you hear that okay uh let's see my last your next tip my last tip mm-hmm. is magnesium um so that one it could have gone under supplements but it's one all by itself because it is so important um and so helpful to not only sleep enzymes but your how your body uh how my body functions how everybody's body functions magnesium is an important um electrolyte, an important mineral to the body. And when you have a lack of magnesium, your sleep quality goes way down. And you also have things like people uh, have trouble with restless legs. I personally, yeah, yeah, I personally, I I was just listening to someone said they have trouble with restless legs at night and they used to, in their twenties have to get up and go for a run 
in the middle of the night just because they had so much energy. I can't even imagine uh, doing that. But um, so my problem in the the night is the uh, I have problems with words and speaking. (laughs) In the middle of in the, the middle night. night, I have problems finding what, the right words. Who are you talking to? In the middle of I'm the talking night. to the bogeyman. We just chat. He shows up, <laughs> and we <laughs> chats. But I don't have. No I have muscle spasms. That oh, oh really okay. bad muscle spasms. Yeah, really. I had no. Idea. Oh, they are just huh. just make you cry out loud. Just paralyzing muscle spasms. Um. Yikes. And it happened actually. Um, I have a athletic injury. I uh, injured myself playing racquetball, and the one leg that I had to have surgery on. After I had surgery, from now on for the rest of my life, I guess I'm going to have these excruciating muscle spasms in my leg unless what? I take magnesium. And you can oh, take it. Oh, that's crazy. Topically, there's some foams. There's oils. So I have a, a foaming magnesium that I put on the one leg, and then. Just for sleep, anyway, I was taking, there's sleep calm, there's lemon flavored magnesium drinks you can take before bed that really help with sleep. Um, so I take, uh, I was taking it for sleep, but I found it wasn't enough for the leg once after I had my surgery. So, um, so you have to do the topical in the addition topical. to the ingest, ingesting yes. some. And for anybody that's planning on trying the magnesium, magnesium, uh, there are so many forms of it. There's oxalate and DL8 and all of these forms, all of the forms, I believe, have the same effect if you take too much magnesium. And that is, you have to go to the be- the bathroom <laughs> in an urgent oh. manner. So be careful oh. with the magnesium. So take it, maybe start with a very small Right, exactly. Start with a small to, sure. to see how your body reacts. Because your body needs it, <laughs> but it doesn't need that but much maybe not it. huge... <laughs> That's got to expel it quickly. If you want to get a good night's sleep, you perhaps do not want to be sprinting to the bathroom. I I did find when I was taking magnesium during the day and then I was taking magnesium drink for sleep. And then I was putting the magnesium on my leg and that did not work out well. (laughs) That's all we're going to say about Oh, uh, well, that's good to know. I had, I, I was thinking about starting some magnesium, but now I will start in a tiny, tiny dosage. Of it's good magnesium. stuff. Good call. Uh, my last tip is about uh, beware of nap time. Now, don't get me wrong. I love myself a good nap. Love myself a good power nap, you know, a good solid 20 minutes and then, you know, back at it. And there's a lot of health benefits uh, that go along with napping. However, you have to keep the naps pretty short. Uh, otherwise, it's sort of a vicious cycle. Like you don't sleep well at night. And then the next day you think, oh, I'll take a nap. And that ends up being three hours where you're unconscious. And then that night again, you don't sleep well. And then it just self-perpetuates. So if you're going to nap, nap for short periods of time. Um, because if otherwise, you're, the long naps can definitely disrupt not only how easy it is for you to fall asleep at night, but then the quality of sleep that you have too. So Take a nap. Take a short nap. Take a cat nap. Those cat naps are helpful. I have uh, taken the 15-minute ones or 5 to 10-minute ones during the day. Usually in your car when you get home. Isn't that isn't that right? Did, did you, you? Did we have to go there? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I think you mentioned that before. So I was just doing full circle. There's nothing wrong with sleeping in your vehicle as long as it's not on a thoroughfare. Like a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> We're at a way station. Don't do it. It's dangerous. 
but in your own driveway. <laughs> at home, in your driveway. It's fine, it's fine. As long as it's not a hundred degrees. <laughs> it's in the car's off. <laughs> Crack a window. That's, yeah, that's Jeez. just be safe, people, with the, the car sleeps. <laughs> All right. So that's it for this episode on you are getting or not getting sleepy and why you should work mm-hmm. on your sleep and some tips for how to get better sleep. Indeed. All right. Join us next time. And thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at F-M-A-T-M-I-P. Say it with me. F-M-A-T-M-I-P. Subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening.